Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. People talk about getting a revenge body after a breakup. I'm like, get a revenge soul. Become everything that that relationship you sought. Become everything that you gave away. Become everything that your heart and your soul is calling you towards. When will you do that? Hi, I'm Mark Groves. I'm a human connection specialist and founder of Create the Love. At an early point in my life, I became obsessed with understanding relationships, the intricacies of how people connect. And through this exploration, I have created a life and a business dedicated to learning out loud and exploring how we interact with each other and the world. This podcast brings the world's top thought leaders, spiritual luminaries, physicians, scientists, researchers, best-selling authors, and health and wellness experts under one roof to discuss the good, the bad, the messy, and of course, the beautiful parts of the human experience. Welcome to the Mark Groves Podcast. I can't wait to dive in with you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves Podcast. This week I'm coming at you with a solo episode and I want to point out that I actually recorded a solo episode a couple weeks ago, sent it off to get edited for publication and apparently I had no audio on there and I thought to myself, well, that sucks and I guess I just wasn't meant to share that message and that's totally okay. I actually don't even remember what I had recorded about and it just reminded me of so much that the universe sort of guides you. Things don't work out, but they work out. And I have to always remind myself of that too. That miss, you know, what we consider rejection is redirection. And these challenges that we face in our lives are just normal. You know, I think we've created this narrative or this idea that life should be pain-free or it should be challenge-free. And that's really a sign that, you're, you know, living a good life or that's the ultimate goal. 
but one just has to live life for a couple moments and maybe even watch the news or hear about someone else's experience. And you realize that life isn't about feeling good all the time. And that's an unfortunate but liberating truth, because if your expectation is to feel good all the time, you're going to be disappointed very quickly. And so life is about orienting our life towards what feels positive, what feels good. And that's the value of emotion, the value of our environment, the value of our experiences is to inform us, to direct our choices, to see what actually matters to us. You know, the value of the experience is to figure out what your values are, what you want to do with your life, what kind of relationships you want to create. And so many of us have this desire to create something or we make a declaration that we want to or we feel something like, I feel like I drink too much and yet I keep drinking. And I feel like I want to create a fulfilling relationship, yet the one I'm in, I'm not trying or I have toxic behavior patterns or I'm settling you know, I'm living within a relationship container that can't possibly create the type of relationship I want. So whenever we have this desire, I want to create this, or I have information about a choice I'm making, and yet I stay in the thing. So if I desire this thing, but yet I stay in something that's not it, or I act in a way that's not in accordance with what I might call my higher self, or maybe soul, or God, or whatever you want to call it. But these feelings that we have, this relationship, need, I need to learn better communication. I need Because everything you're creating in your life, you are co-creating, right? Like if you're in a relationship with someone who can't communicate, you are agreeing to be in a relationship with someone who can't communicate. And in some way, having to turn down the volume on yourself and your own communication. And then we feel like this relationship can't hold me or doesn't have the ability. I'm not free to speak. We resent them. But really, we're choosing to continue to be in relationships, choices that are not in highest alignment with what we're feeling called towards, right? So when we have this split, which what I want to create or what I'm feeling, like I said, the alcohol example is a pretty good one, or I use my phone too much. I still use my phone too much, right? This split, I feel like that relationship or that friendship feels very toxic or they're an energy vampire, yet I still feed the relationship. I still feed the vampire. You know, we know we're bleeding and yet we leave ourselves wounded, which is so fascinating about the human experience. And that's why I said we can't expect that our life should always feel good because we are always being brought to new awarenesses through the things that don't feel good. So if I resent or reject an emotional experience I'm, I'm having, then I can't change from it. I can't actually take in the valuable information that is bringing into my body, my life, my experience that's informing me to do something, to change something, to become something. And don't we all leave so much of our potential on the table? And then we blame other people for our potential not being claimed, not being lived. You know, someone, I was having a conversation on Mind uh, this morning and it is so great. We were talking about this, like orient your life around your soul, not your wounds. Orient your life around what your soul desires, not what you're not spending your life protecting yourself, right? Because then you're vigilant and you're always on guard, which isn't to dismiss the things that you're trying to protect yourself against. But if you're constantly looking for ways to not get hurt, you will not be creating ways to love, right? You'll be orienting around defensiveness, not expansion. 
And in that conversation, someone was saying, oh yeah, like that voice, that calling, that you should quit alcohol, you should start a job, you should do this, you should live your passion, you should learn how to heal your defensiveness, you should learn boundaries. That's the higher self. And I was like, isn't that interesting that we make it higher as opposed to the self, right? And, and I've used that language myself, so I'm, I'm not criticizing anyone. But isn't that interesting that it is the higher self, yet it is the invitation to be ourselves? Just like that split that I've been talking about, the space between what you say you want, who you say you are, and who you're being and what you're choosing. That split, that space is one of the greatest sources of addiction. It's one of the greatest sources of pain, emotional, mental, physical health issues, all because we have this split where we're not actually honoring ourselves. We're not actually listening to the information that's coming in and choosing differently. We're staying the same. And and that's that split, right? Where all of a sudden my soul is like, hey, or higher self or whatever is like, hey, you got this potential and there's there's possibility here and you're not choosing it. And you're like, yeah, I know I'm not choosing it. And then you're like, give me more Miss Vicky salt and vinegar chips. I know that one. Well, that's one of my greatest treatments. Gummy bears, as I've told you, another one where I overconsume things when I'm not consuming the knowledge that is available to me, when I'm not integrating the information that's available to me, when I'm not claiming the uh, next step that is being presented to me. Someone asked me not too long ago, how do you decide what to do when you don't know what to do? How do you take the step when you don't know what the step is? It's such a great question because when we decide to orient our lives around our soul and not our wounds, we're in a place that's foreign. Because now I'm being motivated by the things I, I want to create, not the things that I want to protect myself from. And a statement that I make when I'm in those circumstances is, show me the way, I'll walk it. Show me the way, I'll walk it. And inevitably, the way shows up. And I wanted to share a quote that I saw on social media in the last couple of weeks that I loved. Oh my God, it just spoke so much to my soul. And it's from Terrence McKenna. Nature loves courage. You make the commitment and nature will respond to that commitment by removing impossible obstacles. Dream the impossible dream and the world will not grind you under. It will lift you up. This is the trick. This is what all these teachers and philosophers who really counted, who really touched the alchemical gold this is what they understood. This is the shamanic dance in the waterfall. This is how magic is done. By hurling yourself into the abyss and discovering it's a feather bed. Whew, man, it's so good. I, I just love it because it's how nature works too. Nature loves courage. You make the commitment and nature will respond to that commitment by removing impossible obstacles. Dream the impossible dream and the world will not grind you under. It will lift you up. It'll actually raise you. When you say yes to these things, when you say, I'm going to honor myself, when you say I matter, because here is the deal. When you lay a boundary down that says I matter, but you leave yourself in the circumstances, your choices says you don't. And this is the difference between intellectually having a desire and somatically living it, right? Like I can tell you, you matter. You're one of the most important people on the planet. You're the most important person to yourself. You're worthy of everything great in the world. And you can go, shit, that's pretty cool. I am. But if you don't choose that, if you don't make the choices that validate that, it's just words. It doesn't actually matter. It's just a dream. It's just a possibility. And, and, and I don't say just to minimize it, but I say just to say it's not integrated and it's not expressed. 
That's why I share that quote from Abraham Hicks all the time, which is words don't teach, actions do. The words can lead you towards the recognition of something that has been unclaimed within you. I could say something in this podcast, in this conversation, in this video, that you're like, yeah, that's that nails it. That feels right. That feels resonant. But what are you going to do with it? And isn't that the question that we're constantly left with whenever we realize a possible habit, a possible ritual, a joy, what joy brings us towards? Or when we have pain and we try to deny the pain or treat it with something to numb it instead of asking it, what awareness has been brought into my life through this? What do I need to choose? If you're someone who struggles with getting a good sleep, then you're going to want to hear this. You know, we all know that a full night of sleep is essential when we're working towards optimizing our overall health, right? And Cure Nutrition Sleep Bundle, which combines their best-selling product, which is called Zen, and their most potent CBN, it is the answer to ensuring that you get that full night of sleep every night. Now, Zen is a blend of functional mushrooms, cannabinoids, and adaptogens. Well, the CBN product is a lesser-known cannabinoid that's found in the hemp plant, These supplements were designed to support the two most critical stages of your body's natural sleep cycle, the REM sleep and the non-REM deep sleep. Cured's raw CBN oil contains 30 milligrams of CBD, 5 milligrams of CBN, and a low dose of THC. The array of cannabinoids, they all work together to create what is known as the entourage effect, which means each cannabinoid works synergistically for greater efficacy than THC-free products. When it starts to kick in, you'll feel as though you're laying under a weighted blanket. It's wild. And once you're asleep, Zen, which contains reishi mushroom, magnesium, 20 milligrams of CBD, and ashwagandha, to ensure that your body is successfully cycling out of non-REM, deep sleep, into REM, and back again. The best part, though, is that you won't wake up groggy. With this sleep bundle, I wake up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. And right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, my listeners, you can grab Zen and CBD in the sleep bundle and get an extra 20% off Cured's already discounted price by visiting curednutrition.com slash create the love and using the coupon code create the love at checkout. With this extra discount, you're getting 36% off the regular price. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash create the love and coupon code create the love at checkout to save that extra 20%. And I ask you, you know, something to consider in each choice you're making is, is this choice expanding me or constraining me? And there are really only two outcomes, right? You know, your choices are either creating something new for you and stepping towards your possibility, or they're keeping you the same or keeping you, or making you even smaller. And so you have to become so mindful and vigilant about that. Your vigilance is about orienting around your values, orienting around your dreams. That vigilance that says, I will no longer settle. I often say that one of the most important moments that we can have throughout our lives is this feeling that there's more. And this isn't to say that we shouldn't value what we have, because we know that saying, uh, the grass is greener where you water it. Very valid saying, of course, where we invest in our relationships, we invest in ourselves. But is investing in your relationship not investing in yourself or the way that you think you're investing in your relationship, which is maybe taking it for granted or not showing up as your best self, blaming your relationship for your circumstances, as opposed to really claiming that space of responsibility that says I'm choosing to stay in these circumstances. And that's not minimizing what you might have been taught that says those circumstances are tolerable 
or those circumstances are normal, quote unquote, or even your work that you dislike because look around us, what is normal? Normal is disliking your work generally. Normal is sort of just acquiescing to a relationship that doesn't bring us alive. Normal is having daily habits where we get consumed by the news and consumed by social media, not consumed by possibility and our potential. That's normal. Do you want to be normal? When someone says I'm strange or I'm weird, I'm like, fuck yeah, I am fucking strange. I am fucking weird. I actually love this mug that has a quote from Alice in Wonderland where it says, you're entirely bonkers, but I'll tell you a secret. All the best people are. I love that. So you're entirely fucking bonkers. How do you like that? But all the best people are. Because you got to be crazy to step into this act of rebellion where you're no longer going to tolerate mediocrity from yourself. And that's why that experience or awareness of this doesn't feel good or I feel like there's something more to this. It really is that you're now feeling the gap between what is possible for you and who you are and whatever you want in your life and what you haven't yet claimed or, and or stepped towards. So this is the invitation to do that. Where are you split in your life? Where do you have knowledge? Like, I want more from work. I want more from love. I want more from myself. I need to heal my relationship with food. I need to heal my relationship with money. I need to heal my relationship with my body. I need to heal my relationship with social media and technology. I need to heal my relationship with my family. And healing doesn't always mean coming together. You see that? Sometimes healing is actually moving away from something, which means coming back together with yourself, restoring wholeness, because it is the gap that has us seek things that don't feel good about ourselves, right? To fill the space, to fill the split. And when we decide to move away from that thing, we step back towards our totality. So we come back to that quote, dream the impossible dream and the world will not grind you under. It will lift you up. This is the trick. This is what all teachers and philosophers who really counted, who really touched the alchemical gold, this is what they understood. This is the shamanic dance in the waterfall. This is how magic is done. By hurling yourself into the abyss and discovering it's a feather bed. Man, I have to keep trusting in this truth and it keeps validating itself. Oh, man, it, it is so powerful to live on this edge and to be reminded of this edge. I, uh, I have to live it with you. You know, I'm not preaching from some sort of pulpit. I'm saying like, fuck, I'm in the trenches. I'm in the experience. You know, I think whenever someone says, I got it all figured out, or this is the laser lined, do these five things and you'll get six things and then another 12. It just requires this courageous alignment, this courageous stepping towards sometimes our values that we've never even really claimed. So our life can be already living totally out of alignment. And that feels normal because we grew up with people living totally out of alignment. So when we ask ourselves, what do I truly value? That can be the first time that instead of running from who we are, we stop. And there's this moment of grief of and maybe many moments, maybe anger too. Like, who taught me this? Where did I learn it? And you realize that you miss yourself so much. You realize that when you finally stop running from who you are and the truth 
of what you want and the truth of your circumstances, that there is an immense grief present, but it's one of those transformative griefs that says, welcome back. We missed you. We love you. We need you. And you know, that really is the act of the wounded child, the wounded adolescent running from the essence of our heart, the essence of our soul. And the adult says, I got you. I'm going to repair the split. I'm going to step into that space that feels so terrifying because I'm afraid I might lose it all. But you gain yourself, you gain so much. And that's why just laying a boundary can feel like this immense leap across a you know, a, a, a valley that feels like it, you can't even, the two peaks just can't meet. And it feels like such a giant thing when just learning the act of saying, no, that doesn't align, that doesn't fit for me. And someone in the session this morning on Mind, which we'll put the link in my bio, I go live generally every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. And we talk about these things. And if you love my solo episodes, I mean, then I, I go live every Sunday on that. And, and, and talk about this. But someone said, I need to learn to say no to myself. And I said, look at the fascinating use of that language. It's punitive. It's to deny yourself something as opposed to, because that's what we do, right? I need to deny myself that food. I need to deny myself that alcohol. I need to deny myself that phone. I need to deny myself that toxic relationship. I need to deny myself porn. I need to deny myself whatever. And as opposed to, I need to say yes to myself, not no to myself, but like yes to what actually aligns, what I actually want, the behaviors that feel good, the ones that expand me. That's what I need to say yes to, not no to myself. I've been saying no to myself through those behaviors. I need to say yes to myself. So say yes to yourself. Claim the space, the potential that you've been chasing in other people. The greatest act of rebellion is to claim all of it. You know, people talk about getting a revenge body after a breakup. I'm like, get a revenge soul. Become everything that that relationship you sought. Become everything that you gave away. Become everything that your heart and your, your soul is calling you towards. When will you do that? As Tony Robbins says, we change because it hurts so much we have to, or we learn so much we have to, which learning so much that it hurts, really. But you don't have to wait for those things. Just the awareness of untapped potential creates pain, as I said. But don't wait it to hurt so much that self-abandonment becomes illness or depression. or And we might already be there, so there's no shaming that. But we say, okay, you're here. Now what? Or you're on your way there. Now what? Stop running from who you are and become who you are. So that's the invitation. Say yes to yourself. So much love. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, one of the best ways to support the show is to go subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it, or share the episode with your community on Instagram or whatever social place you like to hang out. This helps get it into more people's ears, and I'm so grateful for your support, always. Thanks again for tuning in. Much love.